0: Welcome to the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast. I'm Kyra, founder of Herbal Moon Goddess, author, teacher, astrologer, and tarot reader. I teach you how to understand energy through astrology, tarot, and metaphysics so you can realign with your soul's purpose and live to your fullest potential. Find your hidden powers and discover your intuition so you can transform your life and manifest your dreams with the stars and moon as your guide. Hello and welcome to the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast. My name's Kyra and today I'm going to be sharing with you some tips for reading a astrology chart for your business. So I feel like, you know, most people know, um, you know, if you're into astrology that you can pull up a chart that describes where the stars, the planets, everything were at the time of your birth. But I don't think a lot of people realize that you can create charts for other things like businesses or events. So I I find that making a chart for your business can be such a helpful tool for a lot of things such as branding your business, your marketing, the things that you're actually offering and uh, doing in your business, the work that you're doing in your business. Your business chart can tell you a lot about the energy of your business and what your business is actually here to do in the world. So this is a really exciting topic for me. I love exploring business charts to really understand the energy of a business. So in this episode, I'm going to be guiding you through the basics of how you can decode your own business chart. Uh, before we dive into that though, I would just like to invite you, if you are really interested in business and astrology and using astrology in business to create more flow and alignment, to manifest more money and just really dive into uh, like your soul's purpose, then I invite you to join the Soul Aligned Business Mastermind. We're officially starting on the 1st of April, 2022. This is a six-month journey of launching and/or growing your business using a blend of intuitive guidance and practical strategy inside this exclusive mastermind. I share my secrets of how I've grown my Instagram following to forty thousand plus followers, as well as the importance of growing an email list how to market your offerings in a way that magnetizes paying customers, as well as so many other bits and pieces that help you form a solid structure of your business so that you can make money doing what you love. If this sounds really exciting to you, and it feels really exciting to me, I would love to invite you into the Soil Business Mastermind You'll find the link to enroll in the show notes below. And of course, if you have any questions, feel free to message me on Instagram or Facebook, and I'm happy to discuss whether the mastermind is right for you and your business. So let's dive in to what we're actually talking about in today's podcast episode, which is your business chart. So first up, how do you make a chart for your business? So hopefully if you're listening along you have some sort of idea of how to bring up a chart for yourself you may go to a site like astro.com where uh, you can enter in your birth details such as your time date and location of birth and that pretty much brings up a snapshot of uh the locations of the planet planets in the skies at that exact time so it's very similar for a business except with a business, there may be a bit of confusion around like when was that exact time and date that your business was born. So, there are a few ways that you can kind of pick a like a, a birth time and date for your business. So, this could be uh, you may have like an email receipt for when you first paid for your domain name or your website hosting, or maybe when you had your first uh, paying client, like when that money first. Uh, got sent through to you. There may be like a PayPal email receipt in your inbox that you can find. Uh, It might be when you started up an Instagram or Facebook account for your business, whichever one of these events kind of happened first, or if there's something else that you intuitively feel was the, you know, birth time of your business where you kind of like took that idea and you did something practical to, to start that business in the real world. Um, that's, yeah, that's, that's that time of birth for your business. So have a look, you may need to do a bit of digging around in some receipts in your inbox or something like that to find that exact time and date that your business was born. Uh, but that's going to give you a lot of clarity about the energy of your business and yeah, how you can work with that energy. So like I said, you can use that information uh, in your favorite uh, website that brings up astrology charts. There's so many websites that do this for free, that give up free charts. Um, astro.com is one that I do often recommend, and it's pretty straightforward if you just uh, follow the instructions on the website to bring up that chart. So once you have your chart, you uh, there's a few things, well, there's a lot of things that we can look at to determine the energy of your business. So when we're looking at any sort of chart, there's always the 12 houses. Now you can interpret those 12 houses in different ways, depending on what you're looking at. So for business astrology, the meanings of the houses is slightly different to how you might interpret the houses When reading a natal chart, for example. So I'm going to guide you through a way that you can interpret the houses on your business chart. So the first house is all to do with your business branding and appearance. So this is how your business might appear on on the outside world. So that could be the colors that you use. It might be to do with like your website appearance if you're an online business or if you're a like a bricks and mortar business it could be to do with the appearance of that actual store that you have Uh, so you're looking in the first house for the zodiac signs and any planets that might be there because those signs and those planets are going to give you clues about the appearance or the branding of your business So if you uh, do want to know a bit more in depth, I do recommend that you go into the show notes below because I will have more details than what I'm going to be sharing uh, here in the podcast because I could talk for an hour. (laughs) So to keep this uh, shorter, I will just uh, put some more details in the show notes below. So if you click through there to the accompanying blog post, you're going to find so many more details about how to decode each of these houses. Anyway, first house is to do with your branding and appearance of your business. The second house is to do with your business finances, resources, and assets. So this can be to do with how you manage your money or uh, maybe the resources or assets that your business has at its uh, disposal. So again, what we're doing is you're not only looking at the house, but you're looking at what zodiac signs are in that house and any planets that might be there in that second house to help you understand more about the finances within your business moving on to the third house on your business chart the third house is to do with your business marketing it's to do with how your business communicates so there may be a particular communication style If you do have a lot of planets uh, in the third house, it can indicate uh, like being more of a local business rather than a global business. Uh, The third house though really does describe your marketing and what you need to, the energy of what you need to kind of tune into to effectively communicate what your business is all about. So yeah, looking at the sign there and then tuning into that energy of that Zodiac sign in the third house can really help you more effectively market your business. Moving across now to the fourth house. The fourth house on your business chart is to do with your income security within your business. So this could be to do with things uh, like where you're, uh, consistently creating an income such as subscriptions or memberships or payment plans or something like that where there's where there is this constant uh, drip of of income flowing into your business. So any uh, like planets in this particular house this fourth house can indicate maybe how you can create that consistent, Uh, security of income, but also the energy of the zodiac signs there in your fourth house can also help you uh, tune into how to create that consistency of income. Moving on to the fifth house on the business chart, the fifth house is to do with creativity and play. So if you do have a lot of planets there in the fifth house on your business chart, it can indicate that your business is here to Uh, you know help others tune into their their fun and their playfulness rather than being a more serious sort of business brand it can have like a more playful sort of energy to it Uh, and also like to do with creativity if there are a lot of planets there in the fifth house it can also suggest that your business does thrive on creativity and creating new and beautiful things to share with the world and also of course looking at the zodiac signs there in the fifth house can also help you understand how to tune into that creativity of your business the sixth house on the business chart describes the physical work that your business is here to do so looking at the zodiac signs will give you clues about that physical work that you're here to do as well as any planets Uh, that may be there in the sixth house. So the physical work that you're here to do, uh, you know, whether that's like healing others or making transformations in other people's lives. So for example, let's say Gemini's in the sixth house, then that could indicate that the physical work that your business is here to do is to connect with others or to, uh, communicate, uh, marketing, that sort of thing. You think about that Gemini energy where it's very social and communicative. So if that's in your sixth house, then that that's how you can kind of put that energy into what your business is here to do on that physical work side of things. Moving on to the seventh house of your business chart. The seventh house describes the ideal clients that your business is seeking to attract. So this is like, you know, your clients, your customers, or whoever it is that you want to work with. Having um, a concentration of planets there in the seventh house could indicate that your business is best suited to working with clients in a one-on-one capacity or working closely with your clients or customers. Um, and it can also indicate perhaps a partnership with the business where maybe uh, your business can enter into a partnership with other businesses or directors, or uh, maybe it's a joint partnership business uh, that uh, yeah, forms the structure of your business. So again, looking at whatever zodiac signs happen to be in your seventh house or any planets that happen to be there, this can help you understand the energy of the clients that you're trying to attract into your business. The eighth house in business astrology describes how you make money, uh, how you do business, how you transform other people's money into your money. So having uh, a strong concentration of planets in the eighth house could indicate that this is a particular strength for your business, that your business naturally makes money. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a natural money-making sort of business. Um, and of course, that is the aim of all businesses, right? But you know, some businesses seem to have it easier than others when it comes to making money, so having a lot of planets there in the 8th house could explain why some businesses just easily attract money and why some businesses kind of struggle there. So looking at the signs, the zodiac signs in the 8th house can help you understand how you can make more money in your business as well as uh like I guess the 8th house can also be to do with like the insecurities and the fears that may pop up in your business as well so kind of like this shadow work that your business needs to work on and this could be things that you as the business owner also need to work on to kind of unblock that stagnant flow of money that you want to flow into your business so yeah there's a lot of uh There's a few ways you can interpret that eighth house. It's like one of those houses that no matter whether you're interpreting a natal chart or a business chart, it it can be a bit of a tricky one to decode. But the way I see it in a business chart is that it's how you can make more money, but as well as how you can kind of transform your business, transform the underlying fears and insecurities of your business to unlock that flow of energy. So moving on now to the ninth house on your business chart, the ninth house is to do with education. So if you do have a lot of planets there in the ninth house, then this could indicate that your business is here to educate other people, whether that's through books, through courses, through workshops or something else there's a strong uh, role of education within your business. Uh, Looking at the zodiac signs here in the ninth house can help you understand how you can educate, uh, whether it's the general public or your clients or customers, how you can educate them uh, about what it is that your business is here to do. Uh, Having also a large concentration in the ninth house can indicate a global business. So I talked before about the third house where if there's a concentration of planets in the third house, that can indicate a local business. So on the opposite side of the chart is a ninth house. So yeah, opposite to local is global. So if you do have that concentration of planets there in the ninth house, then that could indicate that your business is best suited to being like an online business rather than a local bricks and mortar sort of business, Um, you know, offering worldwide postage or worldwide services, or perhaps even having um, like offices in different locations all over the world if you want to really expand your business to uh, take over the world in some shape or form. Moving on to the 10th house, the 10th house is all to do with the impact that your business is here to create in the world. So that higher that higher impact, what is it that your business is really here to do in this world? So looking at the energy of the zodiac signs that may be in the 10th house, as well as any planets there, can really help you tune into the energy of how your business is here to create an impact. Having a lot of planets up there in the 10th house could really indicate um, like a lot of public exposure of your business. It may reach like a celebrity status or uh, you may have like a lot of media coverage on your business. Uh, There's a lot to do with publicity when there's a lot of planets up there in the 10th house and like, yeah, being famous. (laughs) Moving on to the 11th house, the 11th house in business astrology is to do with how your Business connects with the community as well as uh, like working in teams or groups within your business. So, if you do have a concentration of planets there in the 11th house, that could indicate that your business is best suited to working with your clients or customers uh, within a group setting. So whether that's like an online group program or maybe in-person group workshops or something like that where you're working with a lot of people at the same time. So also looking at the zodiac signs that may be there in the 11th house can help you understand how your business can contribute to the the community as well as how your business can uh, work with More than one person at a time working in that group or team sort of situation. And then finally, the last house on the natal chart or the business chart is the 12th house. And so, in business astrology, the 12th house is all to do with uh, like rest and uh, like kind of taking time away from the business. But for businesses, this can also suggest retreats, like creating retreats for others to kind of step back from the busyness of their everyday lives to focus on resting and recharging. Having a lot of planets in the 12th house can also indicate, uh, like spirituality or, uh, like working with the subconscious or like the, the hidden realms, I guess. So if you do have a lot of planets there in the 12th house, then it could be, uh, suggest that your business is quite suited to that spiritual or energy work or those other things that may be quite uh, like unconscious that most people just don't even realize and you might be here to kind of bring the energy of that into light. So again, looking at the zodiac signs, all the planets that are there in the 12th house can help you understand the energy of uh, like how how your business can create that that retreat or that uh, that rest and recharge sort of energy for for your clients or customers. So now that we've had a look at those twelve houses on the business chart. I'd like to quickly just go through a few planets as well that are really worth looking at on your business chart to help you understand more about the energy of your business. So first up, the sun sign on your business chart will indicate the natural energy of your business, the, like, the essence of your business, what sh- like you know what is the vibe of your business so this is often to do a lot with like the time of year that your business was born in so like if your business was born in capricorn season and so it's a sun uh, a capricorn sun sign then it really has that energy of planning for the future and being very strategic as well as uh very career focused very long-term focused whereas if your business's sun sign is say a gemini then your business is uh you know more social more lighthearted and more uh i guess like of a party sort of vibe or uh, communicative vibe where they're sharing ideas um in a in a lighthearted way so your sun sign can be really important to understand that that inner essence of your business, like you think about your business as a separate entity from yourself and you can really tune into the biz- the energy of your business to understand what it is that your business really needs to thrive and to grow and to just naturally make more money for you. Like you are not your business. You are separate from your business, which is why, you know, we're looking at a business chart. So other things to look at on your business chart include your business's rising sign. So the rising sign is very dependent on having an accurate time of birth for your business. So I did discuss this at the start of this episode about how to find that exact time. It can be a very intuitive process trying to find that exact time, but just uh, being aware that it is kind of important to... I guess intentionally choose that time of birth for your business so that you can get a kind of accurate rising sign for your business. So your rising sign, which uh, marks the start of the first house, which as I discussed is all to do with the branding and appearance, your rising sign is also very much to do with the branding and appearance of your business as well. Uh, your rising sign also describes the role of your business, what your business is here to do in in the world. So looking at where Jupiter falls on your business chart can help you understand how your business can naturally attract more abundance, joy, and growth. So this is uh, like a really important part of your business chart to really concentrate on because by Really focusing on the energy of the Jupiter in the business chart is what's really going to grow your business. It's going to make your business feel more joyful and it's going to attract more abundance and luck and prosperity into your business, which, of course, you know, you're in business to make money, right? So, by concentrating on wherever Jupiter is on your chart, that's really going to help you dial into whatever it is that your business needs to grow and thrive and make more money. Something else to look at on the business chart is the north node of future destiny. So the north node describes how you need to step out of your comfort zone so that you can grow towards your greater destiny. It's really about what your business is here to do in this lifetime. So The North Node can present a bit of a challenge because it's really asking us to do something that we're not comfortable doing. However, it's by stepping out of our comfort zones and by doing these difficult things, we allow ourselves to grow or we allow our business to grow. So by tuning into the North Node energy of your business, It can really help your business grow and evolve into its fullest potential. So as I said earlier, there are going to be extra notes in the show notes this time to try to keep this episode as short and sweet as possible. But if you do want to know more about the rest of the planets uh, and some extra notes as well on how to decode your business chart, be sure to check out that accompanying blog post in the show notes below. So I hope that you found this episode really, really helpful. Um, in the Solar aligned Biz Mastermind, I do cover business astrology quite in depth. It's uh, you know a six month journey of growing your business, and we're using astrology a lot in that mastermind to really tune in to the energy of your business to align. Uh, you know your business with with the energy of <laughs> of like what your business is here to do, as well as aligning it to the energy of the collective. And yeah, there's just so much goodness uh, that's contained in the Soul Aligned Business Mastermind. We're really dialing deep into attracting soul aligned clients to making money in a really authentic and uh, like spiritual way. And aligning your business with your own soul's purpose. It's such a beautiful deep dive into a beautiful spiritual journey of growing your business. So yeah, if this is something that you'd really like to work on, if you do really want to grow your business, but you kind of feel icky by a lot of the other business coaching that's out there, I really invite you to join this unique journey of blending spirituality with business to create something that's very soul aligned for you. So once again, link to join is in the show notes below. Well, if you did enjoy this episode, I would so appreciate for you to like and subscribe, perhaps give the podcast a follow if you're not already. And I'll catch you all in the next episode of the Moon Goddess podcast. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast. If you're wanting more moon magic, check out what classes are open for enrollment at the Herbal Moon Goddess Academy. Download your free moon manifesting calendar or connect with me on social media. You can do all of this at herbalmoongoddess.com or check out the links in the show notes. I'll speak with you in the next episode.